Hi, I'm Lee Whitman. In today's podcast, we're going to talk about the difference between a law mindset and a grace mindset. Welcome to the Hope, Healing, and Freedom podcast, brought to you by Restoring the Foundations International. Our desire is to equip you with biblical truth to empower you to live a full life of freedom in Christ. For more, please visit restoringthefoundations.org. Now, here's your podcast. Galatians 3.10 says, But if you choose to live in bondage under the legalistic rule of religion, you live under the law's curse. For it is clearly written, Utterly cursed is everyone who fails to practice every detail and requirement that is written in the law. Fred was a 58-year-old salesman, married with two grown children, when the company he worked for for the past 20 years was bought out by another company. Through no fault of his own, Fred lost his job when the new owners downsized. Fred was up to his eyeballs in debt, and because he couldn't find a job right away, he lost his house and his cars. He also lost his wife. Fred ended up living on the streets. But Fred was a smart guy, so he hooked up with some of the veteran street people and quickly learned the rules of the street. He learned how to panhandle and the best practices for asking people for money. He learned how to find food in dumpsters, what shelters were safe and which ones were not. He became quite good at street living. One day, Fred was getting food from a dumpster behind a nice restaurant when the owner of the restaurant saw what he was doing. Instead of being angry, the owner of the restaurant invited Fred to come into the restaurant and have a good hot meal. In fact, the owner told Fred to come back every day and he could have whatever he wanted off of the menu. The food was amazing, and it was free. But after two or three days, Fred went to the owner and told him he could no longer accept his free food, and he was going to go back out on the street. When the restaurant owner asked why, Fred told him that it was not right for him to get free food. He said, to live on the street, I have to take care of myself. I have to go back out where I can earn my way like the rest of my friends. Now, that seems crazy that anyone would give up good free food to return to the streets where he had to work for and earn his food, doesn't it? Yet, there are many who are living their Christian life in this same way. They feel like they have to earn what they receive from God. This story, however, illustrates the difference between those who are living their Christian life under the law and those who are living under grace. Now, by law, we're not referring to the living under the old covenant with all of its sacrifices for sin and regulations about foods and festivals, because most Christians would readily agree that we're no longer living under the old covenant with all of its rules and regulations. Yet many are living their Christian life under the law today and don't even realize it. Law-based living is a mindset where you feel you have to perform in order to get God's approval or favor. You must do something in order to get or receive from God. This mindset causes you to feel like God has a never-ending list of requirements for you to achieve. It's really the opposite of a relationship with a loving Heavenly Father based on the grace of God. Author Michael Brown defines legalism as externally imposed religion specifically rules without relationship, standards without a savior, and laws without love. Now, this mindset's not new. It began in the Garden of Eden. 
The serpent came to Adam and Eve and tricked them into doing something in order to become like God. This one lie set into motion a system of living that is still in effect today, and it's still putting believers into bondage to law-based living. You know, the lies found in Genesis 3.5. It says, For God knows that the day you eat from it, your eyes will be opened and you will be like God, knowing good and evil. So the temptation, based on a lie, the serpent said to them, you must do something in order to become like God. You must do in order to be. Now, why was that a temptation that was based on a lie? They had already been created to be like God. A couple of verses that back that up. Genesis 1.26, Then God said, Let us make man in our image according to our likeness. And then Genesis 1.27, So God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him. Male and female, he created them. So from the very beginning, man was created in the image of God. He was already like God. Now, for many people today, this law-based mindset becomes a list of things they have to do in order to feel acceptable to God. You probably know people like this, or maybe you're struggling with this yourself. You feel like that you have never done enough. You have this constant thought of, I should have, I ought to, I have to, I must. So in just a few minutes, we're going to walk through a list of ways you can determine if you're living under a law-based mindset or a grace-based mindset. Now, let's back up a step further and look at why the law was given in the first place. In other words, what is the purpose of the law? In the Old Covenant, the law was given to give mankind a way to be right with God. By keeping the law, man could have his sins forgiven and be in right standing with God. Isn't it amazing that God has been providing a way for mankind to be forgiven and to come in right relationship with him right from the very beginning of the world? Now, notice what happened with the law right from the time it was given. It started out with 10 rules to live by. And when Adam and Eve listened to the serpent and sinned, a power was released upon the earth. This power caused men to want to do more and more. This power took over in the Garden of Eden and got a hold of men, and they took the simple rules for living and turned them into an entire religious system. There are now 613 commandments in the Jewish tradition. Now, God didn't require more and more from man. It was the demonic power at work in the world that caused man to develop more and more regulations for man to fulfill in order to be right with God. God used this growing list of man-made regulations to show man his need for a Savior. So, the law was given to show man his need for a Savior. But for those who are still trying to live their life, their new life in Christ by the law, they are actually putting themselves back into slavery. Galatians 4.9 says, But now that you have come to know God, or rather to be known by God, how is it that you turn your back again to the weak and worthless elemental things to which you desire to be enslaved all over again? The law produces the same condition for us today as it did when it was given. You either perform the law 100% perfectly or you fail 100%. 
So how do I know if I'm living from a law mentality or a grace mentality? Let's look at 12 characteristics of a law mindset versus a grace mindset. And you might want to look at the text of this so that you can have the the written version as well. Number one, law says to do, grace says it's already done. The law-based mindset is focused on doing. Remember, back in the Garden of Eden, the original temptation uh, that Adam and Eve had was to do something in order to become like God. The grace mindset says that everything necessary for us to be in right relationship with God has already been done by Jesus, and it's available to us. The focus is on what Jesus has already done and not on what you and I do. Number two, law emphasizes what man does. Grace emphasizes what God does. Law's focus is on man's behavior and how well he performs. The better he is able to perform, the more righteous and holy he is, according to that mindset. Grace focuses on God and what he has done and is doing. This mindset creeps into our church life by making people believe that the more things they're involved in, the more righteous and holy they are. There's this kind of false mantra that many people in in the religious world live by. I'm going to burn out for Jesus. Well, when you study Jesus' life, he was never in a hurry. He was never stressed out about getting things done. And he certainly never taught his followers to burn out for the kingdom of God. In fact, the Bible says in Romans 14, 17, that the kingdom of God is righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit. That's the opposite of burning out. Number three, law lives life out of the flesh or the self-life. Grace lives life out of the spirit or Christ living his life in you. The flesh is all of our human abilities. It includes our mind, our will, and emotions. It includes our human talents, human abilities, human intelligence, all those things. Law promotes living out of all of those. Grace lives life out of Christ living his life in and through you by the Holy Spirit. Philippians 4.13 says, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Number four, law draws on man's resources. Grace draws on God's resources. The law mindset would have you look at your own resources and abilities to solve a problem or to meet a need. Grace draws on God's unlimited miraculous resources. I heard a story of a lady who literally gave the last $5 she had into the offering in obedience to God. Now, on a human level, that's not a very smart thing to do. She didn't even have money to put gas in her car or to buy food. So after church, she sat down on a bench in the church parking lot and began praying. A man she had never seen at church before walked up to her and said, God told me to give you this, and he turned and walked away. He handed her an envelope with $5,000 in it. Grace draws on God's unlimited and miraculous resources. And by the way, the way God does things does not always make sense in the natural world. Number five, law deals with external regulations, rules, and standards. Grace deals with inner heart attitude. The law says, here's a list of rules and regulations you must live by. If you want to know what is expected of you in a certain situation, live by the list of rules and regulations. And to be honest, most of us like a list of rules to live by. You know, just tell me what I need to do so I can do it. 
and then I know I've met the standard. Grace, on the other hand, is all about relationship with Father God. Grace changes your have to into a want to by dealing with your inner heart attitudes. To know what to do in a given situation, you ask your Father God what He would have you to do. Grace is living life out of the Spirit, not living by rules and regulations. Number six, law's primary focus is ought to's, should's, have to's, must's. <laughs> How many of us have lived our Christian life this way? Grace's primary focus is on want to's. Law gives you a list of things you ought to do, you should do, you have to do, you must do, so that you can be in right standing with God. Grace, on the other hand, changes the hard attitude to say, I want to do what my father asked me to do. I don't have to. I want to. Number seven, law creates duty, bondage, and obligation. Been there, done that. Grace creates freedom. This was me for many years when it came to the spiritual disciplines of the Christian life. What do I mean by the spiritual disciplines? Oh, things like spending consistent daily time in Bible reading and prayer, spending time in worship outside of church, discipleship, sharing my faith, serving at church, things like that. For most of my life, they were a duty or an obligation. They were things you had to do in order to be a good Christian. And I had an experience one time at our church where they were enlisting help for someone to teach the fifth grade boys. Now, I'd been in ministry for many years. I'd been a pastor, been a teacher, led a ministry, did all kinds of things. And when this opportunity came up, it was as if God was saying to me, this is not something you have to do. This is something you get to do. And so I took the opportunity in taught the fifth grade boys down in the basement of the church for about a year. It was one of the most amazing experiences because it was God giving me the opportunity to do something because I wanted to, not because I had to. Number eight, law lives life from the outside in. Grace lives from the inside out. Now, I'm going to let Jesus teach on this one from Matthew 5, 21 and 22 from the Passion Translation. It says, you're familiar with the commandment that the older generation was taught, do not murder or you will be judged. But I'm telling you, if you hold anger in your heart toward a fellow believer, you are subject to judgment. Now, he does the same kind of teaching with committing adultery in Matthew 5, 27 and 28. He says, your ancestors have been taught, never commit adultery. However, I say to you, if you look with lust in your heart at the body of a woman who is not your wife, you've already committed adultery in your heart. Now, when people live their lives by the law, they are most concerned with the outward behavior. What is important is that you do or you don't do certain things. But in Jesus' teaching, he's saying that it's the most important thing is the condition of your heart. And it goes on in other places like 1 Samuel 16, 7, says, for God sees, not as man sees. For man looks at the outward appearance, but the Lord looks at the heart. Yes, it is important not to outwardly sin, but if you're harboring undealt with anger in your heart toward another, even if you don't allow that anger to come out, you have still sinned already. So what Jesus was doing, he was pointing out two very important lessons. Number one, the life he is calling us to is more than just about what you do or don't do. 
And then number two, Jesus took the standard of the day and raised it, making it even more difficult. Now, why would he do that? To point out that they needed a Savior. Today, we have that Savior, and we can live by his life living in and through us. An example from my life is, for many years, I tithed on my income out of fear that if I didn't, I'd get a flat tire on the way home or that the kids would get sick or bad things would happen. And to be very honest, part of my motive for giving was that people in the church would see what a good Christian I was. I was living from the outside in. Now, Cindy and I give because we want to honor God for all of his blessings, and we want to see the kingdom of God advance in this world. Number nine, law declares do in order to be. Grace declares it's already done. You are a child of God by your birth in Christ. Your identity is secure. Now, go do what your Father says, not to prove something or to earn something, but because of who you already are. Number 10, law produces defeat, guilt, and condemnation. Grace produces victory, security, and acceptance. Now, let me give you an example. Let's say that you feel like God asked you to start a Bible study in your home. That kind of sounds like a God thing, doesn't it? So you begin to do all of the necessary things to make this a good Bible study. You send out invitations. You study the material that you're going to teach. You get your house ready with some yummy snacks and coffee for your guests. You've done what you need to do in order for this to be a great Bible study. Now, let's say that first week you do have 25 people attend. Fantastic, right? Then let's say by week three, you're down to 15. And then week six, you're down to six people. On a human level, we would call this a failure, right? But living under the law, we would feel defeat, guilt, and condemnation for the results. But let's go back to what God asked you to do. He asked you to start a Bible study. You did what he asked you to do. I believe in God's eyes, he would say to you, way to go, great job. You were obedient to do what I asked you to do. Now, the results aren't up to you. The results are up to God. Number 11, the law's operating principle is try harder, work, effort. Grace, the operating principle is receive, trust, abide, and rest. Hebrews 10.1 says, for the law, since it has only a shadow of the good things to come and not the very form of things, can never, by the same sacrifices which they offered continually year by year, make perfect those who draw near. So in other words, you got to keep trying, you got to keep working, you got to keep going because it's based on trying harder, work, effort. Matthew eleven twenty eight says, come to me, all who are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. So number 12, the law produces an obligation to a religious system that is lacking in power, intimacy, joy, or fulfillment. Grace produces an intimate relationship with Father God that is loving, secure, and life-giving. Now, next week, we're going to look a little bit deeper on grace versus law. So tune in next Tuesday. Thank you for being with us today. God bless you. Thank you for joining us on the Hope, Healing, and Freedom podcast today. We pray you are blessed and equipped with biblical truth 
empowering you to live a full life of freedom in Christ. To learn more about the ministry of Restoring the Foundations International, please visit restoringthefoundations.org. We look forward to seeing you on the next episode.